Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chrome Now podcast with your host, Seku Clark. And today I have two amazing guests for you again. We have celebrity trainer, gym owner, Bruce Berman. Thank you. And we have amazing human being, Mona Howe. She is a journalist, producer, and also a business owner. So thank you for coming. Thank you for finally making it happen through the hurricane, (laughs) through everything. We finally made it happen. Finally, finally. We're here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, the last time I saw Bruce outside of a business setting was yes. when Bruce was kicking my ass in the gym. <laughs> um, That's what he does best. Yes. That's yes. his uh, zone where yeah. he yeah. kicks both of our booties. <laughs> and, and the thing I like about Bruce is he's not only a trainer. Bruce is mental coach, health coach, internal coach. I mean, he knows how to squeeze every ounce of growth and motivation out of you while you're working out. And then Mona, Mona took me under her wing when I was a baby attorney <laughs> and actually taught me how to speak on camera, how to um, manage my facial expressions, how to speak. Like you were, <laughs> you were natural. You, you just needed a little tweaking. That's all. Polishing. You, you just, yes, polishing. Exactly. Yeah. You just needed to be closer to the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> all right great so um so mona tell us what you have cooking because uh, i mean yeah. mona is a serial entrepreneur like mona always has a whole bunch of projects going on <laughs> yes. you can never catch her the only time you can probably catch her is if she's like in a coffee shop brainstorming <laughs> and you just walk by and see the gym with bruce so, or at the gym with bruce <laughs> that's so, right so, so, yeah, yeah yeah so what do you have going on now yeah, I mean, you're right. I always have five things going on. Um, but, you know, that's how entrepreneurs thrive. You know, I don't know an entrepreneur who just has one project they're working on. Correct. There's no such thing. Um, but, you know, I um, at, at heart, I'm always going to be a producer. I'm always going to be in production. I'm always going to be in content creation. I think storytelling is everywhere. You know, yes. no matter what you do, you're always telling a story. Um, recently I've been dabbling a lot in web three cause we're just entering this digital, um, you know, realm where mm-hmm. we kind of all have to transition from web two to web three. Yes. Uh, so I'm learning. I started web three, by the way. Oh my gosh. You want to start so, that conversation <laughs> right, right let's now? Just, just <laughs> right in. <laughs> Jump right in. I'm like, right? just for the viewers. I mean, what's web three? Um, you know, the best way to describe it is the best way, uh, Chris Dixon, who is the man, um, who basically built the internet. His partner, uh, was one of the founders of Netscape Navigator. And I got uh, the pleasure of meeting him and, uh, seeing him at an event where he described Web3 the best way. So I, I'm just going to translate what he said. He said if Web1 was read, right, because it was just a search engine, right, Web2 was read, write, because then we had the introduction of social media, yeah. right? Web3 is read, write, own. So mm. this... Um, ownership yeah. of content right and is what's going to be introduced in web 3 okay where um you know and that's where digital currencies are going to come in because ownership you're as long as you create quality content mm-hmm. you're going to be able to own that content and and hopefully tokenize the content so people are going to have to buy your token or buy your nfts to be able to view your content wow. right so uh, ownership is really the premise of uh, Web3 okay. in a nutshell. Okay. But we can have a whole show about that. I, I I'll tell. come back for that. <laughs> I can tell. I can yeah. tell. Yeah. All right. So Web3. Um, any other projects? Um, no typical projects. I'm still working on the one-way documentary. Um, wow. We are still, I mean, documentaries are not easy to make. They, they're very time-consuming. It's another project I'm working on it. Uh, community-driven documentary about mm-hmm. a group of guys here in Paramore, which is 
our hood uh, mm -hmm. in Orlando, a uh, group of guys that have been labeled a gang yeah. by OPD. And we've had a pleasure of hanging out with them and getting to know them in the past four years. And the mm -hmm. question is, are they a gang or are they not a gang? And through their stories, which they all have and incredible stories, we're addressing a lot of social issues mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, urban cultures and urban communities. Uh, and I just, you know, I had to bring a really amazing team together of my former professors from UCF. We're all working together in the city of Orlando and Orlando City Soccer, uh, UCF. Uh, so it's very much a community-driven story that we're building together. It's huge. That's yeah. huge. Uh, I it's mean, awesome. I really, really can't wait to see it. Thank then, you. Thank you. No, I'll have to get your autograph. <laughs> after it comes out hey, on Netflix. Hey, right after me. I gotta have <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. And, and, and then, Bruce, what do you have going on right now? You know what, man? I am crazy busy with, um, with, my, with our gym. Um, it's going really well. Um, really, really expanding. Just really, really just giving it a lot to our clients right now mm -hmm. at this time. And, you know, just kind of in, in the forefront, really to build and expand. So yeah. we're looking to build and expand to um, new adventures and and also new areas of yeah. Orlando. So we're we're working we're working on those. That's, so it's it's huge. It's taking all my time right now. I bet I bet. Um, we Bruce and I first met. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it feels like five years ago, but it's like fifteen. At, at least fifteen years. At ago. least fifteen years ago, when I was a trainer and Bruce was a a trainer. Both both starting out. Just starting out <laughs> fresh. Hungry. Wait, you were both trainers together? Yeah. Yes. We're really? in the same team training together. <laughs> we, we were in the same gym. We kind of got hired around the same time. And uh, just freshly, you know, I was I was a little older than he was, but mm -hmm. he was but both generally just coming out of college, you know, and um training in the same same facility for what was about a couple of years, two yeah. or three years. Two or three years. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. And, and that's uh, first manager. Uh, and I always tell this story about Bruce. So at the time when I was training, I was also still competing professionally. Yeah. And one day I decided to cross-train with Bruce because Bruce was playing baseball a lot. Mm -hmm. so, so we decided to go to a field and just do some repeat sprints. So in my mind going into it, I'm like, all right, yeah, some easy sprints. You know, Bruce is going to be behind me. That's the workout. <laughs> so we did the first one and like Bruce is like right there. So I'm like, all right, so I have to like for real get seriously now. <laughs> I did the second one, put some more oomph into it. Bruce is... Is there? <laughs> but the third one, I'm almost going all out. I'm like, yo, Bruce That's has some great. hidden talents. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Thing, well, well, okay, that was your side of it. So my side <laughs> of the story. Yeah. There's yeah. always two sides. Yeah. So it's like I have this crazy Olympic athlete that I'm about to run against, <laughs> and I'm, and, you know, there's no one else around except he and I. But it's, you know, it's about, you know, Imano Imano right now. So yeah. I was like. I'm going to give it everything I got. So so every single sprint, I'm spending as hard as I can. You, know, you said it was easy for you, but I'm going as hard as I can yeah. just to stay up. But uh, but no, it was, it was, oh, definitely, it was definitely a good time for sure. Nice. I can't imagine what that was. That, yeah. that scene looked like. Yeah. <laughs> you two competing. Yeah. And then here we are 15, 15 plus years later. Yeah. Um, success. success. You know, as you sit here today, I'd say, I mean, both of you are, I mean, in that top percentage in your fields, Thank right? You. Mona, tell me, what, what would you say is the highlight thus far, thus far of your career? Wow, that's such a, <laughs> that's <laughs> such a big question. What is the highlight of my career? You know, um, I don't know if I would call it a highlight, mm -hmm. Uh, because it's, you know, I'm 42 and I would say wow. at 42, I have finally gotten to a point in my life that I think I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what I need to do. And, um, and, and I'm very clear. And I think, I think your twenties, you're very, you're just, you know, adventurous and you're risk taking, not that you're not risk taking later on, but mm -hmm. you just, you don't think about things. You just do them because they feel good and they sound good. Yeah, right. Exactly. Then your thirties and you start kind of things start to make sense a little bit. You're like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, if there's consequences, if I do this, this way, this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, and you pursue, you, you kind of know, but you're not clear, but I think your forties, you finally arrive. 
And I think that's kind of where I am. So I would say right now Mm -hmm. I am, this is the highlight right here where I am. I feel like I'm at my peak where things are very, very clear to me. I know Mm -hmm. exactly what God has put in my heart to do. I, my purpose is very clear to me. Uh, and I know that it's, it's, there's going to be a long journey ahead. It's still a long journey ahead. So maybe yeah. we'll have this conversation in 10 years and I will give you the, the yeah. peak and the highlight. Yeah. But I think this is, I am there right yeah. now and I'm experiencing it and I'm really excited. I'm excited to be where I am today. I love it. You said something very profound, um, which a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people underestimate is having clarity mm-hmm. and knowing who you are because... All of the greats say that everything starts with a dream, but a dream really um, encompasses a vision. If you can't see where you're going or have the confidence to know who you are, are you really fulfilling your purpose and being able to really maximize your your success? And I feel like so many people, they don't invest in trying to get to know who they are. They don't invest in trying to figure out their purpose or even a vision, so they spend the 20s, the 30s just spinning, spinning, and never really maximizing their talents or their yeah. toolkits. Absolutely, know? absolutely, yeah. And Bruce, what do you think about, I mean, I know a lot of times <clears throat> the people who come before you, they're searching for a change. I mean, they have a vision of how they want to look physically, but I'm sure once you start peeling back the layers, you realize that, I mean, there's some other things that need to be dealt with, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, you, you're, you're talking, you asked one of the question about highlights and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I started to kind of think about some of, some of the highlights of, of my career and, and things of that nature. And, and then, you know, <clears throat> when you, re- when I really, really think about it, um, highlights are seeing lives changed, mm-hmm. you know, because not only just just physically, but also mentally and spiritually as well. Yeah. So so to answer your question, to really really, I start with observation. You mm. know? So as soon as a person walks into my gym, someone I've never seen before, whatever the case may be, I begin observing. Mm-hmm. You know, just mannerisms, how you know the way they talk. Uh, you know, obviously the physical, but also just the expressions, how they how they do everything. You know, because of the fact that I'm trying to get a sense of where they are in their life. Yeah. Because when you, when you when you speak about just your physical health it's it's not only just your physical health. Yeah. And so my approach is we really focus on um, mind, body and spirit, you yeah. know. And so we really attack all three of those areas and and better each person in those areas is really what the focus of what we try to do there for sure. Well, and I mean this should resonate, I mean if they really knew the background of the people that you work with it would resonate with so many entrepreneurs because a lot of your clientele are um, high net worth individuals, um, men and women who are serial entrepreneurs, Fortune 500, Absolutely. men's magazine, yeah. um, golf players like the elite of the elite. And right. still, it's almost like the same process for you with that type of person. It's very similar, but, yeah. but also different in, in the same sense. And um, one of the things I would kind of boil it down is uh, we, we call it staying in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as I continue to, to with that process, you know, when you're talking about some of the, the top athletes in the world and like you said, some of the top CEOs in the world, they all have the ability to stay in the moment. Mm. But the idea is you don't get the results you're looking for unless you can stay in the moment long enough. Mm. That's the key. You have to stay in the, in the moment long enough. Meaning that let's, let's just take if you want to change the way you eat. You yeah. know, you, and so you wake up and you're like, gun ho, Monday, I'm changing the way I eat. So mm. you make good choices on Monday and you change the way you eat Monday. Tuesday comes around, you're like, ah, I don't know. By Thursday... We're at Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what happened? So what happened in that time period from Monday to 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 Thursday? So when we talk about staying in the moment, on Monday, we're making good choices. Yeah. But it's hard because we get distracted from decisions we've made in the past that were not directed towards the goals we wanted. Wow. So so think about like last week, you know, you you have the memory of 
the cake or whatever the case may be, and you lean towards those things. Yeah. But if we still continue to stay in the moment on Monday, stay in the Monday in the moment Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then that's one of the ways that we'll be able to really, really get to our goals and, and, and see the results. So what we try to do is really just just move all, all the distractions out of the way, mm-hmm. you know, at first. And then once a person starts to, to see how they're getting results and they see it for themselves, then their brain takes over and the, and the light bulb goes off and it's like, man, I can do this. Yeah. You know, so that's that's one of the ways we're able to um, really get over that hurdle. And okay. it's interesting what um, what Bruce is explaining, because when I went and saw Bruce, uh, I, I was I trained with Bruce for four years and. The concepts that uh, he taught me in Mm. the gym, you know, what he's talking about right now is the exact same concept that you need to know as an entrepreneur, because it's it's the same exact thing that translate in everything that you do. Staying in the moment is the same thing as consistency, right? It's the same thing as discipline. It's the same thing as focus. Um, And in anything you want to do, and I think that's one of the things that entrepreneurs uh, perhaps don't understand is, and, and Bruce really teaches well as process, right? Yeah. And I, I'm going to let him explain process, but in that process, it's, it's repetition, right? Of doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And a lot of people give up because yeah. it's boring yeah. because it's mundane, because it's repetitive, Perfect. right? But it's through that, that success comes through. Absolutely. That's, that's heavy. That's heavy. Uh, and I mean, we can just concise that to discipline. Right. Discipline and staying in the moment, staying in that zone. And I think this era today, so many people go after that instant gratification, right? They try for something, they invest a little bit, they want this big result, they don't see it right away, then they're out. Whereas, I mean, all the heavy hitters, the top 5% of people, it's that consistency, it's that habit of success that, I mean, you have to train like a muscle and people don't invest in the time and the resources to train that muscle of success, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and just just personally speaking too, you know, one of, one of the ways what I kind of, I guess you could say, uh, stumble up on it too as well because of the fact that you know, it's, it's a, you learn when you get knocked down so many times, Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. so when you try something and doesn't work, you know, and, and you try something else and it doesn't work. So, so, you know, just, just understand that if you see someone at the top, understand that they've gotten knocked down plenty of times, plenty of times. <laughs> exactly. plenty of yeah. times. And that's, and that's the same thing. So, so every time you just always have to get up and, and, and continue, you know, so, and that's, that's really, really that process of um, getting up every single time. So what I what I what I found is you have to come to a place where what you're getting up for has to be worth it. It's got to oh, be man. valuable to you. Yeah. It's got to be right at your heart. Yeah. You know, it can't be something that's for somebody else. For someone else. It's got to be so valuable and important for you. To help to, to get you up at 3.30 in the morning or 4 in the morning or 5 in the morning, yeah. whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. If yeah. not, you'll find a way to, to, fall. To, to fall out of it. To fall out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and people see that, I mean, it's crazy. Some people see discipline as an obstacle. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but with every success, there are several Obstacles that you have to overcome. And you're gonna a have lot to of obstacles. Yeah. You're gonna have to pull on. <laughs> Every day is an obstacle. Right? <laughs> yes. Tell me, um, tell me, your most memorable obstacle, or, or the obstacle that was your biggest teacher. The obstacle is every day. The obstacle mm. is your mind, yeah. right? That's the biggest obstacle mm-hmm. for me. It's it's waking up and having the right mindset. Because yeah. if you don't wake up with the right mindset, so there's everything is going to be a struggle. Everything is going to be an obstacle. And it takes a lot to be in the right mindset. I mean, down to what you eat, yeah. down to 
how many drinks do you have? Down mm. to what time do you go to sleep? Down to was your food greasy? Because if it was, you're not going to wake up clear, with a clear head, mm. right? So, you know, Bruce has this program that, you know, him and I actually did it together where we just like cleaned our entire body from mm. like our brain cells down to our toes wow. based on what we were eating, what we yeah. were, you know, uh, I mean, we cleaned our diet on a different level. But the, the first thing that was very noticeable was what happened to our brain, right? Mm. Because when your brain is where it's, where it should be, when your brain is, your brain is so smart. I mean, yeah. on a, on a whole nother level, yeah. if you give your brain the fuel that it needs, you will be shocked how your life will change. Yeah. We're addicted to so much, uh, so many things that are, are slowing us down. Mm -hmm. Down to the sugar, that's... that's down to the sugar, exactly. Yeah, that, that yeah. we're eating. I mean, it slows you down. Cut out sugar and see how clear you're going to be. Yeah. And there, then there won't be an obstacle because your mind is so clear, is so clean. People ask me all the time, they're like, how do you wake up at 4 a.m.? Like, it's easy. You want to wake up at 4 a.m.? When is the la What time is the last meal that you had? Mm -hmm. Nine o'clock? Nope, it needs to be like 6.30, mm -hmm. right? Stop eating at 6.30, yeah um don't have alcohol mm -hmm. go to bed at nine the latest because i'm sure bruce can explain at 10 o'clock you get a second rush right yeah. and that's when usually people start eating again true so go to bed but between 9 and 9 30 stop eating at 6 30 i promise you your eyes are going to open without an alarm clock at five o'clock yeah that's true and so if you don't want to face obstacles you, we create the obstacles. Yeah. It doesn't just fall from the exactly. sky, right? Exactly. And we create it with, it's how we look at things, how we approach things, and how we approach things. It has a lot to do with what we're eating, what we're doing, what are we exercising? Are we just, your body has to be mm. right. Yeah, like before you pursue any type of goal or make any type of investment, right. um, to piggyback off of what you said, you have to win the battle in your mind. If you right. lose that battle in your mind, there's no possible way that you're going to win the battle in the world. Uh, I mean, you may win the war, but you won't win the, the overall battle. So, Bruce, in terms of obstacle, you know, for I, you. I would say the most memorable, I would say for me, actually would be the pandemic. Yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can see how that would affect so, you. Yeah, so, you know, pandemic hits, and it's like you, you what you're saying is, um, gyms are shut down, mm -hmm. you know, so my gym shut down. So, so this is my livelihood. So mm -hmm. what am I going to do now? You know? So, um, for me, um, one of the solutions I had, I was, um, the place where I was living actually had a, a rooftop training us on the roof. <laughs> I actually saw you guys. I saw you guys from my office training on the rooftop. Oh, and let me add, Don't not just Orlando. the roof, but we were zooming in our front, all of us, like a bunch of us from our bedrooms with Bruce, the trainer on zoom. And we're oh all in our God. bedrooms yeah. or living rooms with weights. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean, to just interject, like a lot of people saw the pandemic as this big, obstacle right or you know time to shut down right um you know it's done but the top five percent found a way correct mm -hmm. and they came out bigger better right. stronger yeah and richer i mean so, you came out of the pandemic so yeah so so the, so so the thing was that <clears throat> it was yeah that 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 happened on that side yeah. but the obstacle created um the solution as well mm -hmm. because of the fact that it gave me time to actually slow down, you know, so everybody was in their own places, you know, had a lot of time on your hands. So instead of Netflixing all the time, you know, I was actually, um, my faith was, I was building my faith at that time. Wow. Not only that, but I was doing more, more reading and more studying and, and, and getting more knowledge, you know, when, when I didn't have as many clients to train. Mm -hmm. So just really use that downtime to really, really, um, prepare for what's coming now. Yeah. And so it taught me so many valuable lessons um, of and how to be focused and, and how to value the morning and things of that nature that um, really wasn't able to really, really get before then. But now it, from that situation, you know, moving forward, it, is, it has been tremendous. 
for sure. Yeah. Wow. Again, mindset. You know how how do, how does your mind deal with what uh, it's in front of? Yeah. Um, so you can make it an obstacle or you can make it an opportunity. True. And, and um, what a lot of people don't realize is that even obstacles, it still boils down to your choices. And right. I remember Grant Cardone said, if you look back at every single choice that you've made or every obstacle or bad position that you've been in, it leads back to a choice that you made, some decision that you've some decision that you've made. I mean, of course, some things like at birth you can't avoid, but anything professionally in your life, if you really sit down, it cycles back to some choice or decision that you made. And people fail to take ownership of that and still push forward. And you have to, because I always I have this saying, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Right? And even, you know, I've gone through a divorce. And mm -hmm. when I look back, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Because m even my divorce taught me so much, yeah. you know, that now I'm going to use in my future relationships. Mm -hmm. So I, I could say my divorce was an obstacle, but it it really wasn't. At the time, maybe, if, yeah. if you asked me while I was in the middle of it, yes, yeah. I would that's, say. That's kind of when, when, we, when we met. Yes. And, and we started training. Then, right yeah. after my divorce is when I went to Bruce and he process. gave me a nice kick in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, he changed my mindset. What uh -huh. Everything that I went into that gym, not for physical change. Mm -hmm. I, well, I went in for a physical change, <laughs> but I came out with a complete mental, um, you know, uh, just ability to see things differently because sometimes mm -hmm. we get so caught in in what we're in mm -hmm. and we can't see outside of the box mm -hmm. but now that i'm all out of it and i look back i'm like wow that was tough but i wouldn't change a thing well i learned a lot through that process so would you say that going through that a divorce no you are the best version of yourself absolutely i wouldn't be who i am today if i hadn't if i hadn't gone through that divorce. Well, uh, and I mean, I really love that for a lot of my viewers and listeners because some of my clients, I meet them like going through a divorce or after a divorce and they really feel helpless. They no longer want to start a business. They feel so defined by the current situation or by the previous relationship that they completely disregard uh, what the future would look like and who their new selves would be. So to, to hear you say that and see the flower that you are today is just, it's dope. <laughs> Thank you. No, I mean, divorce is probably one of the worst things that anyone can go through. I yeah. never, ever want to experience that again. Wow. Um, it, it's it, because you live, you know, your life with your partner. And mm -hmm. when you, when you're separated for a moment, you're like, who am I? Mm -hmm. You, you don't know who you are because mm -hmm. All of the seven years that I was with my partner, I knew who I was based on who I was with him. Yeah. And now he's not here. You are going to have to find yourself again and you have to build yourself again mm -hmm. and you have to stand on your feet again. And I remember my my attorney who ended up being like a father figure to me, sat me down right after my divorce and said, do you know why athletes sit on the bench? And I just, you know, I'm like, no, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. He's like, athletes sit on the bench to catch their breath and to observe the game. I want you to sit on the bench for a year and just observe the game. Don't make any commitments. Don't buy a house. Don't get in a relationship and just observe the game. The best advice he ever gave me was That's that. Yeah. Wow. Observing the game, uh, a year turned into three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm still observing the game. <laughs> wow. But that is so essential because I want to say, I, I'm just going to make a number up, but I feel like 90% of people, they jump right back into another one. Yeah. Another relationship. Because A, people don't want to be alone. That's they true. can't be alone. That's true. And it's so, so, so important to be alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's obviously too, it's kind of like one in, one of the things that you did was that you you know you you got into the gym, you know, and you started basically working on yourself, yes. you know, your your physical as well as your, your your mental state, and and you know just thinking about you going back to some of the times when we train, right? 
and um, we would I would put something. Let's just want to jump it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Mona had this. She had the goal of wanting to jump. What, what was it? 40 inch? 30, 30, 30 inch. 30, one 30. of those 30 inch boxes that we yeah. have in the gym. And so obviously we started out small, you know, and, and we, we built we built up to that, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was a challenge that was before her. So each week we would do something that will enhance her, her performance in jumping. You yeah. know, so we would explain how to jump and really, really go through those things. You know, and yeah. then what we would do is kind of relate it back to life a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and things of that nature. That. So that was one of the th- one of the ways that really, really, you know, we, we try to get outside of just the physical work. You know, and yeah. tap into um, the mental part of the part of the brain. And there's certain words that we, you can't use in when you're trained with me. Yes. You know, I can't just just not gonna happen. <laughs> Don't say <laughs> I can't <laughs> you know? in front of Bruce. Yeah. It's, no. just, it's not gonna happen. You know, I so know. so. So that tone, so your tone, even though you're working out, is so important because mm-hmm. of the fact that your psyche is hearing yourself, whether you know it or not. So your attitude of what you're doing is so, so huge and so important, mm-hmm. you know. And so we, we focus on that um, in, in our training as well. So it's not necessarily just, you know, smash a lot of weights. It's, yeah. you know, you really, really have to be engaged mentally as well. I'm yeah, okay. the best thing you can do for yourself is to heal yourself and rebuild yourself. Yeah. And that is, is a process. And he taught me process. Yeah. I didn't know what a process was, yeah. honestly. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, even in building your business, is a process. Yes. And you, it requ- and process requires patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much yes. patience. So, yeah. so much patience. <laughs> so and people much tend patience. to rush the process. Yes. Because we want it now. Yeah. You can't. It's can't a gratification. No. So um, life as an entrepreneur. You know, you said entrepreneurs, um, a key trait is, is, is the process, right? But what for you, as you said, Bruce, mm-hmm. tell me what life as an entrepreneur for you is like. Or actually, you know what? Better yet, give me the top three things for you as an entrepreneur Um that you can say has led to your success? Yeah, so number one, not in any order, so to say, but I would say winning the morning Ooh. is Whoa, so, that's so, huge. so, so, so yeah. when, I, when I say that, I mean, in the morning, in the morning, some you need to have your, I, I, this, I say this all the time, be extraordinary in your ordinary. Wow. Things you do on an ordinary basis, be extraordinary in those things. So in the morning time, your morning your morning routine needs to be so tight. It doesn't it doesn't need to be something that you may you may do or you may not do. Everything in the morning needs to be something that is going to enhance your day. Yeah. So what it looks like for me, you know, I'm normally up around uh, three thirty four. Three thirty. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he eats. I'm telling wow. you, I know what he eats. Yeah. yeah. Me and the, like I said. That the, the important thing, the reason why I get up is that, you know, I do, I, um, I read, um, study, pray during that time period because of the fact that it's important for me to be able to, I give all day long, you know, so I'm giving to all my clients all day long. And if I have nothing inside of me to give, my clients are going to feel it and they're going to know it and I'm not going to be able to give any, anything to them. So I would say number one, uh, one thing would definitely be... Um, Win the morning, Win for in sure. the morning. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Um, another one, I would say, forgive yourself. You only have you only have one life. You know, you forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up. You know, so if you try something and and it necessarily doesn't work out, you can always hit the restart button any day. Mm. You know, so forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is is so important. Um, especially I teach that all the time to a lot of my clients when, you know, especially when they start out on eating differently than what they've been doing. Right. Then all of a sudden something comes and they retreat back. Well, mm-hmm. do you just throw your hands up and, and never try again? No. Yeah. You, st- you get back on it. You start, you start again. So you restart again. You can always hit the restart button as many times as you need, I whether, it. you know, whether it's every single day or once a week. Um, once every month, always hit the restart button, you know, so that's, so that would, that would be number two is, um, really forgiving yourself. And then like you talked about the process. So, Mm -hmm. so with that process is, you know, it starts with the vision. Mm -hmm. Uh, you definitely have to have a vision and then you follow through. Yeah. 
you know execute um, yeah execute you yeah. have to execute yeah you know and so those would definitely be the three i would say for wow. sure i love them um execute i had a meeting today with with one of my operations managers and for this new business that we're starting mm -hmm. and we said hey you know there's an another colleague of mine who they mentioned the same type of business and i said to her the difference between us is that we're actually executing everybody can have a dream put it down on paper talk about it but it's the very few people that really know how to execute it and do what they say they're going to do people really underestimate actually showing up and doing what you say you're going to do i mean a famous quote is like the biggest dreams out there they're found in the cemetery they die with people without ever doing them denzel washington you know and it's if you think about it it's it's true i mean absolutely there's there's so many ideas and dreams that people let die with them because they don't execute mona what about you top three entrepreneur success you um first and foremost uh for me is is god because if if god if you don't know your purpose, your God-given purpose, mm -hmm. and you think you know what you need to be doing here on earth, um, you're just wasting time and energy. Yeah. Because first and foremost, you have to understand what you're here to do. And we all are here to do something. Yes. Whether your job is to be a mother um, and raise a family, or your job is to run this country, or be a teacher, or the seed is in your heart and your job is to tap into that and find your purpose first and foremost. The moment you find your purpose, and I say that from someone that for a very long time, I called myself jack of all trade, but a master of none mm. because I did everything. I flew, I, I was a private pilot and then I was a paramedic and then I was, um, I didn't know <laughs> a that bartender. And then I was, pilot? Yeah, I went to Embry-Riddle for a year. I got my private <laughs> license, and I was like, what am I doing oh, here? <laughs> I did not know that. I was in front of an engine. I was in an engine class with, like, all guys, and I had this, like, click in my brain. I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I need to get out of here. Um, but, but everything that you do will lead you to this moment because now that I look back, I mean, I was a you know journalist for local news, uh, and when I was a journalist, I was like, oh my God, I understand why I was a paramedic, because mm -hmm. my ability to triage worked really well in news, <laughs> right? Yeah. So everything that you do, it really leads to where you are today. And it wasn't until, honestly, my 40s that I finally realized what my God-given purpose is. And the moment you, you find your purpose, and, you, and, and I don't care who you are, it's there. Your job is to tap into it, mm -hmm. right? And then when you do, then it's on. Now you're on, right? Now you have to do it because the moment you you know it, now you have a responsibility on your shoulders because yeah. now you have to deliver and he wants you to deliver. And so I, you know, a lot of people say as an entrepreneur, you have to have balance. And I say as a, as a new entrepreneur, that's BS. Mm. There is no, no balance. balance. No, no. when yeah. you start, you have to eat it, breathe it, talk it, sleep it. Uh, you have to sacrifice. You have to compromise. You, there's a lot that you have to do. And you have to be willing to say no. Um, and you have to go focus. You know, it, I, it takes a lot of discipline. I think my success comes from, and I've only I'm just, you know, in the past year or so, I, I finally got the recipe. Um, you, I, it's my focus. It's my discipline. It's my ability to sacrifice uh, and, and just say my time is very valuable now. I'm working on five projects, four projects, mm -hmm. and there's only, you know, so many hours. So I have to be really uh, picky on who and where I give my hours to. Yeah. Um, and, and because we only have very limited time. I'm 42. It's halfway yeah. there. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. And everything, and process is so, it, it takes time. Yeah. A relationship takes five years just to get established. A business takes five years just to get it going. Yeah. Right? If you're lucky. Yeah. So five years from now, you, you see what I mean? So you, Absolutely. you really are on a time crunch so get it together focus discipline you know what you have to do yeah just do it exactly 
exactly. Yeah. Is there any decision that any of you made that you you wish you could take back? Take back decisions. Um, I don't know if, if I don't know if you would say take back, um, because of the fact that that would that would mean that um, I would be looking backwards and, yeah. and moving backwards, which that's that's not my mentality. That's not what I do. Have I learned from past mistakes? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do I always observe um, past mistakes, things of that nature? Absolutely. Yeah. But but far as, you know, you know, uh, feeling like, no, I don't necessarily feel like that, you know, but I definitely uh, continue to move forward and, and learn from, I learn every single day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely not perfect, so yeah. I make mistakes all Absolutely. the time. So, so continue to learn. Mm-hmm. And, and I think in that process, you have to, um, make sure you, you cut out space or cut out time to observe yourself, to observe what, you know, your surroundings yeah. and what's going on and not necessarily, um, just keep going, going, going. You have to deliberately, and, and that's what I do. And that's why the mornings, are, I do those, those, those types of things in the morning, mornings, yeah. you know, so, so, you know, that those reflection times. And, um, I think that's, that's huge and that's important. So you have, so you can learn from those and continue to go forward for sure. Yeah. Um, when you said own in the morning earlier, it really resonated with me because mm-hmm. for me, like my best day is where I'm like on fire. Like everything is clicking Right, right. is when the morning is methodical. Yes. Wake up, meditate, mm-hmm. gratitude. Yes. Pray. Yeah. Words of affirmation, workout. Yep. There's no emails. There's no <laughs> social media. There's no answer on the phone. Mm-hmm. Once I hit those steps, everything is like on fire, on fire, on fire. And people really underestimate, and I say that a lot, the value of the morning. On in the morning. You got to own the morning. Or having some type of habit. I mean, yeah. Warren Buffett, all of them, they say they, they have their morning routine down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I, like that's I said, so again, important. with the people I work with, that's, that's, that's what we do. That's, that's the, one of the consistent things that happens throughout is the mornings, you champion the morning, you know, yeah. you, so no matter what time you have to get up or whatever case may be, you've got to make that sacrifice. You got to, you, you have to, you have to have set to. it and, it, and you got to be consistent with it. And when you do whatever you're working on, whatever business you're in, family, whatever the case may be, is going to get better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. It's going to get better. Yeah. Every single yeah. time, 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee. <laughs> you know, it's true. Every every successful person you ask what time they wake up, they'll tell you between three and five. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Sometimes. <laughs> when I'm on it. When I'm on it, I wake up at five. When I'm on it. <laughs> but no, that morning routine. Yeah. Mona, what about you? Any Anything that you wish you could take back? Um, I wouldn't take anything back. Um, but, you know, a lot of times I ask, I'm like, why am I always... I always felt like I had a late start in everything. I, you know, when I went to broadcasting school, I was the only, the, the old, the oldest student in, mm. in my class. Um, so I always like had this question that I asked, you know, myself, like, why am I always, I feel like I'm late to the party. Mm. Right. But then like in my forties, I realized I was like, no, it's right now where I am that I, that I, can handle the things that I'm given, mm-hmm. right? Had I gotten the, what I have today uh, five years ago, I wouldn't have handled it um, the same way today. So I think for me, I don't have any regrets. There's nothing that I take back. Um, it's just, they're all experiences that you need. I yeah. mean, you, you, you have to fall. How else mm-hmm. are you going to learn? If you don't go through divorce, how how else you're gonna learn what is the successful relationship, you know? Exactly. And if you're not gonna fail in that business, how are, how else are you gonna find out the next how the what to do in your next business? Uh, relationships, you know, just it, you have to fall. You there's to. there's a reason. Um, I blame everything on Eve. <laughs> if she didn't eat the apple, <laughs> would, not, I'm, life I'm, I'm would still, be much easier on earth. On but, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but, 
but there's gonna be suffering okay Mm -hmm. because it's not gonna be easy if it was easy then guess what everybody be doing it everybody would be a successful multi-billionaire entrepreneur right but it's it's not gonna be that way we have to fall we have to learn we have to sometimes learn things the hard way and that's okay and it's crazy like i always get asked that question like what would you take back if there's any decision i made that i take back and I think back to moments where in that time, I'm like, man, I wish I didn't do that. But a month later, I'm like, that's why that had to happen. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn from that. Right. And I had to learn and prepare right. to be able to accept this new challenge mm-hmm. or accept this new opportunity. And if I didn't make that quote unquote bad decision, I would not have been able to move forward. Right. And people tend to have these low moments or they take a loss or they fail at something but they just move on and don't try to learn from it they don't try to get the lesson from it and they don't see the gold mine that's ahead because they just either one they just stay traumatized and they never moved on from it or they just say you know what um it was a bad move and that's it and there's no learning or growth and that's why i said that's why i said before and one of my one of my keys forgive yourself Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, See what I'm saying? The Bruce Keys. For, for, keep, for, we gotta have yourself. The Bruce you know, yeah. you made a, you made a bad bad decision, bad choice. You know what? Mm-hmm. Learn from it. Forgive yourself. And, yeah. and and so because the fact that that weight is just lifted off of your shoulders and you're not walking around sad and mad and, and the whole and then that that just leads to another bad decision. Mm-hmm. You know. So just okay. Well, all right. That's done. It's over forgive yourself and then you're able to move on and that's such a such an important thing because sometimes i even call him and i just go sit with bruce and we just talk right because i i think we get like especially our type of personality the entrepreneurs are very we want to like control everything right we are like oh my god i have to do step one and then i'm going to do step two and then i'm going to step three it you Mm -hmm. know we're just like so you know and and i remember in our training one thing bruce always taught me so he would put these like obstacle courses, right? And it was exactly like step one, step two, step three. So in my head, I would be like, okay, step one, step two. And then Bruce would be like, stop thinking about the steps, yeah. right? Just think about the end, where you need to land, like mm-hmm. right down there. And that's such a profound thing because sometimes, not just, not only you have to forgive yourself, but you have to let go, Yes. right? If you let go, there is freedom mm-hmm. in letting go. Yeah. And that is so, so important because you don't know what doors can open for mm-hmm. you. And the more you try to hold on so tight to things, mm-hmm. the less those doors open because you're preventing them from opening. Yeah, you're creating a prison for yourself. Yeah. Right. Without even knowing. Right. Just, wow. just let go sometimes and forget about the steps. Just show up. Do what you know you're supposed yeah. to do and just, you'll feel so much better. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, shifting gears, one thing that my viewers always ask me is branding, right? Um, I, I always tell business owners, no matter which industry you are in, you have to brand yourself. It is the way how you speak to your consumers, your patients, your clients, and it has to be consistent. Bruce, you've done a really good job of really branding yourself. I mean, people see you as this, you know, this amazing trainer, but you are also sometimes not a man of many words, but it's hard to get on your schedule. (laughs) It's hard to get on your schedule. You're booked out and and everyone seeks you out. Um, So obviously you've done a really good job of of branding yourself. What would you say are your other Brewskis? your keys for branding for branding you know i i think um excellence comes to mind when when i when i when i think about branding and also think about being true to yourself Mm. you know um whatever that is you know you can't get caught up in the flash and the lights or or what someone else is doing yeah you you always have to be true to yourself and, and and do that in an excellent form so and and my thing is you know um my my coach always taught me you know you the lights are always on you know even though we you play on friday night or whatever case may be but the lights are always on the lights are on when you're you know when you're at home the lights are on when you're at practice the lights are on 
you know, when you're walking down the street. So understand that the lights are always, so what I'm saying is be on it every single time. Every, yeah. si every single time you step out of the house, be on it, you know? And so when that, when that occurs, I think that's where um, you're just, you'll just land in excellence, you mm -hmm. know? And then um, that, I guess the word of mouth or, or, or your branding just will continue to grow because people, people want honesty and they want good value. You know, and so in order for that to, for that to happen, you, you really, really, really have to be true to yourself. Very, very important. I love that. And so, like, again, um, authenticity. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Being true to yourself. I love yeah. that. Mona, what about you? Yeah, three things. Authenticity, relatability, and community. You oh. know, I... Um, right I off the tongue. She's yeah. Yeah, you knew it. Look, you're, you're talking right. to the queen of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You knew you would get that right off the, right I mean, the jump. It's, it's really true. Why does TikTok do so well? Because yeah. people love to see behind the curtain of mm -hmm. people's lives. We all share the same struggles. We all have the same insecurities. We all have lived you know, similar lives. Um, and, but we're so afraid to show it because we're yeah. afraid to be judged, right? But yes. the moment you do show it, people can relate to it. And they love they love to see you without your makeup. They love to see you wake up in the morning, see what you look like, right? Mm -hmm. They love to see the, the dirty kitchen and how you eat. We've just, you know, unfortunately, social media has taught us that everything has to look perfect yeah. and it's so fake, right? And people don't, fake doesn't sell. Yeah. Real sells. Yes. So, yes, authenticity with through your branding, finding out what what are people's needs? What are, what is their want and giving them exactly that um, and building a community. I think community building is really, really, really mm. important. Yeah. Um, whether you put yourself in that niche, whatever your niche is, whether it's, you know, Bruce's sports and workout and gym and yours is law and mine is production we all have our own communities yeah. so getting involved in your community and knocking on doors and relating to people and seeing what their needs are and giving your community what they're hungry for um, and recognizing that you have you remember the like the old school like our grandparents they used to go door to door and knock mm -hmm. on the door and sell like whatever mm -hmm. I don't know, like brochures yeah. to hand out brochure that's that's real grassroots you know method yeah. that still we're, we're in a digital world but it's still the same thing you same still thing. need to get on the street yeah you know you still need to get to know the people um, and who right. you're selling to exactly and I think when you do that and you're yourself and you're real and you're not afraid of being judged, um, you can you can sell people anything. That's so true. Um, people, I saw a really good quote the other day that money is useless without people. Yeah. You need people for money. You need people to enjoy any fruits of your labor. But at the end of the day, um, they're two separate things, right? Money. And people, you can't have one without the other. Because if you are by yourself with a billion dollars, you can have all these things that you're doing, but you truly won't get to enjoy it without people. You, and you won't enjoy it without your own community, whether it's a, a family, whether it's a circle of friends. So, I mean, that's really, 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 really good point. All right. So what do you think are common mistakes that you see entrepreneurs make today? Or like, just give me one major mistake that you see happen. Coach, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Coach, you. Ladies first. Ladies first. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have enough patience, man. Mm. <laughs> they just give up too soon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They they don't have enough patience. People want everything like right now, even mm. down to. You know, I, and I sometimes even catch myself in that because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm, you know, building my presence in Web3 and and I just, you know, again, I even sometimes find myself going, OK, I'm going to, you know, head on every door and I'm going to talk to everybody. And then you don't get a response and you just like get depressed. You're like, oh, my God, nobody's responding. I'm doing everything mm -hmm. I can. What am I doing wrong? Why is this not working? Yeah. And then my part, my producer always reminds me, she's like, Mona, you've only been doing this for 10 months. I know. Right? Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, that's right. I've only been doing this. It feels like 10 years, yeah. really. 
But I think it's just we're, we're, we want instant gratification. Instant gratification. And it really, you have to think like, te- honestly, like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Think 10 years from now. And, and then how would you adjust your pacing? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's number one. I think people, like you were saying earlier, they, don't, they can't stay in the moment long enough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They want something that uh, reward. They want reward. Rewards, right? And right there's away. no reward in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to do this. You're doing mm-hmm. great, sweetie. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, exactly. there's no reward. It's hard. It's boring. It's, it's easy to give up. Yeah. Right. So I think first and foremost, staying in the moment and w- being willing to stay in the moment, not a month, not a year, five, 10 years. Mm-hmm. You got to stay in the moment for 10 years. You got to sacrifice for 10 years. Yeah. You got to focus for 10 years. You got to be disciplined for 10 years. Like, how, can you focus on one thing for 10 years? That's what it takes. And that's where a lot of people give up. Yeah. Bruce, what do you think? You know, I just. I definitely agree with, with with what Mona said as well. But I just to add to that, um, I would say just mo- a lot of them are not teachable. You know, yeah. you know, well, it's uh, yeah. I think being teachable is is so so important mm-hmm. to understand that you know you don't necessarily know it all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, that you can con- you know continue to grow. Um, if, if you, if you aren't teachable, then your, your growing has stopped just, just right there. You, you hit your cap. And, and, but so when I say teachable, I'm not talking about, I'm, what I'm saying is, all right, think about this example. You know what, you know what, how it's like in the house, you lose your keys, right? Mm-hmm. You can't find your keys and you got, you got a meeting you got to go to and you're already late. What do you do? You, you, you're like. You're searching all over the house. You, is it in a couch or whatever the case may be? You're throwing pillows, everything. And, you know, you're just disrupting everything until what? <laughs> Till you find your keys. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about being teachable. What I'm saying is you continue to dig, to dig in, in every little crevice until you find that, that knowledge you're searching for. Mm-hmm. That's teachable. Yeah. You know, so, so, that's, so when you have that, I, I think when you, you have to have that mindset as well as being an entrepreneur, you know, yeah. to really continue to dig and to dig and to, to dig until you find the knowledge and the information that you, that you need to, that's for, so, for success. Yeah. That's so, yeah. so, so important yeah, because we, people think they know, it, uh, yeah. including myself. Yeah, same yeah. Here. Right. And, and when, <laughs> and I just want to add to that because I think this is so important as an entrepreneur and, you know, I always pay for this, a mentor because, People have done it. You know, there are mm-hmm. people out there that have done what you're trying to do for exactly. for the most part. Mona, I have to jump in on this, man. Like, yeah, mentors, teachers, coaches, that is, it's so undervalued. Um, I mean, I still have mentors. For every level that I go to, there's a mentor. There's no, there's no way I would have been where I am today without good mentors where you still have to be coachable. You still have to be teachable. Right. And people, I mean, I can't stress it enough. You don't know it all. No matter how good you, you are, there's, there's a million other people that have done it better, that have done it already, um, that have done it already. So you need these mentors. I remember one of my first training sessions with Bruce. Bruce said to me, look, man, everybody needs a coach. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm here training with you. I mean, I've been an athlete. I've been a personal well, trainer. <laughs> but if I'm going to get to the best version of me, I still need a coach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you but you have to be teachable at the same time. Right. You know, and you, and again, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Uh, if you, if you want to buy a house and you know nothing about buying a house, you're going to go call a friend who is a realtor and you're going to, she's going to be your mentor. Yeah. Right. And I think that applies in everything that you do. It's very, very important yeah. to seek mentorship uh, and just, Hey, if there's an opportunity to do it the easy way, that's your opportunity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, just give me the formula, please. Yeah, don't <laughs> so recreate I don't... the wheel. Right, exactly. Do not recreate the wheel. Right. Wow. Um, and I mean, I would say that the mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs um, make is they don't bet on themselves. Right. I mean, yeah. they may start the project or they think about starting the project, but they don't go out on the limb and say, look. I'm going to burn the boats. This is the only way. And I'm going to fall on my sword before this works out. And they just don't bet on themselves. Like for me, I'm like, 
I'm not going to rely on this person. I'm going. I'm not going to depend on this person. I'm going to do it because if you don't bet on yourself, why should people buy your product or listen to anything that you're saying or or try to retain you? No, you have to bet on yourself because you should be your biggest cheerleader and people completely underestimate just having that confidence and just going for it. You have your toolkit, right? And, right. And you I, have your purpose. Go for it. And I just want to say, and I don't, you know, this is not a disrespect to anyone, but the truth is not everyone is made for that. That's true. Right. Not everyone is made to be an entrepreneur and that's okay. But because being an entrepreneur, you know, I, it's, I'll say it. It's one of the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you this too. I can never, never walk into a nine to five job ever again. I know. I work. I mean, Bruce even knows like he, he, he does the same thing. We talk about it. I'm like, what time did you wake up? <laughs> Three. How late did you work? Yeah. 9 p.m. And then went straight to bed. Yeah. We're working around the clock. Either We're just mentally or physically. Mentally or, and physically. Yeah. Yeah. We're work so there's no eight hour shift here. We're working around the clock. We're on such a tight structured of what we eat, what we do, how, how long we work. So you would be like, oh, my God, it would be easier to just go get a job and work eight hours and clock out. For some reason, we're addicted to this and we're, we're willing to do yeah, this than, yeah. to, <laughs> than to clock in anywhere else. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. It's a sickness a yeah. little bit. <laughs> no, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just kidding. But it's not, honestly, it's not made for everybody. Not it's everybody's, not, it's yeah. Not, uh, and I mean, nothing is wrong with a 9 to there's no, nothing, There's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely I mean, that's not. Itself, yeah. but absolutely. Yeah. You're an entrepreneur, you, I mean, you have to be that beast and not just talk about being that beast yeah. and just listen to beast podcasts. And read these books. You have to. You have to show up and be a beast. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a beast until <laughs> it comes time to pay your staff or to pay the lease for your office or your space. All right. So last question, bonus question. What's your why? Mm -hmm. Who wants to take it first? Bruce. <clears throat> My why. Um, man. Wow. <clears throat> you know what? Um, My why. Is that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 